Hi everyone, thank you for joining me. This is Moonbeam Podcast. Today I want to talk about the CARES Act and how it affects you if you are are an employer or if you're self-employed. This is very, 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 very important information that you can utilize to keep cash flow in your business temporarily while we go through this pandemic. I typically like to keep my podcast relatively short just to give you information that you can digest. You can take that information and apply it in your everyday life. But today, this podcast may be a little long because the information in it is just so much information that I want to share with you guys that I think is important. And if you just bear with me, I guarantee you this information will be beneficial to you and your employees moving forward in the future. So with that being said, I'm going to dig into the information. First, I want to give you a background. I want to talk about the legislation. And then I want to give you just like a blurb of what that means to you and your business. And if you're a self-employed individual. So let's start. The Coronavirus Aid, Relief and Economic Security Act, also known as the CARES Act, provides emergency assistance and healthcare response for individuals, families, and businesses as a result of the 2020 coronavirus pandemic. In order to free up employers' cash flow and retain employees during these times of quarantine or even shutdown, the CARES Act has deferred, I repeat, deferred payroll taxes. In addition to payroll tax deferment, the CARES Act also provides an employee retention credit and advanced payment of payroll credits for employee paid sick and family leave. Yes, I repeat, paid sick and family leave. Payroll taxes from the period beginning on March 27th of 2020, that's when the CARES Act was signed into into law and ending December 31st of 2020 can be deferred. The total payroll taxes incurred by employers and 50% of in payroll taxes incurred by self-employed person qualify for the deferral. Okay, so let me give you a little background. The Federal Insurance Contribution Act tax, also known as FICA tax, is imposed on employee wages. The employer withholds the employee share of FICA tax from wages it pays to employee and also pays the employer share of FICA tax based on those wages. Whether the FICA tax applies depends on whether a worker is an employee and is paid wages under the FICA tax rules. Going a little bit further into the FICA tax. FICA tax is broken down into two components. One component is the 6.2% Social Security tax called Old Age Survivors and Disability Insurance, also known as OASDI tax, and also a 1.45% Medicare tax, also known as the Hospital Insurance Tax. Now, FICA taxes are imposed on both the employer and the employee at a tax rate of 6.2% for OASDI and 1.45% for HI, hospital insurance tax, for a total of 7.65% for the employee and another 7.65% for the employer 
This is a total tax of 15.3%. Yes, I said it. A total tax of 15.3%. The employer is liable for the correct amount of employee tax on all wages paid to its employees, whether or not the tax is collected from employees. Until the tax is collected by the employer, the employee is also liable for the employee portion. Let me repeat that again. Until the tax is collected by the employer, the employee is also liable for the employee portion. Employers must report FICA taxes and deposit the amounts paid and withheld. Employers must report FICA taxes and deposit the amounts paid and withheld. Now, here's where I like to talk a little bit more about FICA tax deposit. An employer generally must deposit FICA taxes and income taxes withheld on wages on either a monthly or semi-weekly basis based on the employer's employment tax reporting history during a look back period. This is normally handled by your payroll company and you're probably not aware of it because they do it behind the scenes. But if you're a business right now currently and you're out there and you're looking for a payroll company, go to acmaccountingllc.com. Again, that's acmaccountingllc.com. They're a nationally ranked payroll company and they'll take care of you. Okay, so this is the time where I want to just take a few seconds to say thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for following the information. I know a lot of this is kind of hard to digest. Um, I've been in the field several years, and I have to sit down and write this down, employee, employer, to get an understanding of what's going on. I recommend that you listen to this podcast maybe once or twice, twice over just to understand the employee and employer impacts. But I will explain more as we go through the information here today. I just want to give you a background of where all this came from in order to give you a sense of direction of where we headed and the impact of the CARES Act now currently for you, your employees, and as well if you're a self-employed individual. So now moving on to the new legislation, the employee portion of payroll taxes due from the period March 27th, 2020 and ending December 31st, 2020 are deferred. Yes, deferred through the CARES Act. During this payroll tax deferral period, the total taxes, payroll taxes, that is incurred by employers and 50% of payroll taxes by self-employed individuals incurred for OASDI qualify for the deferral. The extended deadline for payroll tax deferral period is 50% of the deferred payroll taxes are due December 31st, 2021. Yes, I said it. December 31st, 2021. And the remaining 50% is due December 31st, 2022. I repeat, 50% of the deferred payroll taxes are due on December 31st, 2021. And the remaining 50% is due on December 31st, 2022. The reason that is important is because 
that's huge for business owners to keep cash in their business. I'll just give a quick example. Say, for instance, you have a million dollars in deferred payroll taxes. So now under the CARES Act, 500000 of that is now due December 31st, 2021. The remaining 50%, which is 500000 is due December 31st, 2022. So the funds you had set aside for your deferred payroll taxes, you can now keep that cash during this pandemic to keep your employees employed or keep that money and focus that into your business to get through this pandemic. Now, I know I said a mouthful, but now I've learned working with the IRS that there is a general rule and then there's the exclusion. So here I want to give you the exclusion. Taxpayers excluded from the payroll tax deferral. The deferral does not apply to any taxpayer that has had debt forgiven. So if you had debt forgiven under the CARES Act regarding a loan guaranteed under the Paycheck Protection Program of the Small Business Act or debt forgiven um, for regarding loans under the U.S. Treasury Program Management Authority of the CARES Act, you are excluded from the payroll tax deferral. I repeat, excluded from the payroll tax deferral. So if the items that I just listed applies to you, you are potentially excluded. Another topic I want to hit on is the employee retention credit. I repeat, the employee retention credit. This credit is provided for wages paid or incurred from March 13th of 2020 through December 31st of 2020. This credit impacts employers who pay wages and are subject to payroll tax. This part of the CARES Act provides refundable payroll tax credit for 50% of wages paid by employers to employees during COVID-19. So for you business owners who are in a lost position, this is a refundable credit. This is something that you can take advantage of as well. The provision provides a refundable payroll tax credit for 50% of wages paid by employers to employees during the COVID-19 crisis. The credit is available to employee whose trade of business is fully or partially suspended during the calendar quarter due to orders from an appropriate governmental authority limiting commerce, trade, or group meetings. Yes, group meetings for commercial, social, religious, or other purposes due to the coronavirus disease. I repeat due to the coronavirus disease or experiences a 50% decline in gross receipts from the calendar quarter compared to the same quarter in prior year. The credit applies to qualified wages paid after March 12th, 2020 and before January 1st, 2021. If the employer has more than 100 full-time employees, qualified wages are wages paid by employees who cannot work during COVID-19 related to the circumstances described above. If the employer has 100 or fewer full-time employees, all employees' wages qualify for the credit. I repeat, 
I repeat, has fewer than 100 employees, all employees' wages qualify for the credit, whether the employer is open for business or subject to shutdown order. Now, like I described before, that's the general rule. Now, with any general rule, there's an exception. The exception is the amount of employee retention credit allowed for any calendar quarter cannot be more than OASDI tax or RRTA tax imposed on the employer. Reduced by any allowable credits for qualified veterans, employment, qualified small business research expenditures, and requires sick leave and family leave wages paid. On the wages paid for all employers, employees for the calendar quarter, if the credit amount is more than OASDI tax or RRTA tax imposed on the employer, reduced as described above, the difference is treated as an overpayment that must be refunded. So I know that may have been a lot with employee, employer, RRTA tax, OASDI. I just want to summarize the CARES Act and I want to just talk about the employee retention credit as well as the delayed payment of employer payroll taxes. So in summary, for the delayed payment of employer payroll taxes, your deferred taxes, the check that you were planning on sending the IRS for your deferred taxes for each remaining quarters of the year, we're currently here in April, so those payments are no longer due until December 31st, 2021 at 50%. I repeat at 50%. The other 50% is due December 31st of 2022. Yes, December 31st, 2022. So for employers and self-employed persons who pay wages, please consider this act. I repeat, please consider this act and strategizing how you should move forward as a company or as an individual during this tough time. Next, to summarize the employee retention credit, basically this is what it is. It provides a refundable payroll tax credit for 50% of wages paid by employers to employees during COVID-19 crisis. Employers who pay wages and are subject to payroll tax, please pay attention to this credit as well in planning moving forward with your business also. Now, unlike the other credit, this credit for employee retention is effective from March 13, 2020 through December 31st, 2020. Now, the other delayed payment employee payroll taxes, that's in effect as of March 27th, 2020 until December 31st, 2020. For employer portion of payroll taxes and 50% of payroll taxes incurred by the self-employed person. Now, I know that was a mouthful and all this information isn't easily digestible. So if you feel like that you are part of this CARES Act relief, 
please go to acmaccountingllc.com. You can sign up for the newsletter, or if you have a question, you can leave a question there on their website, and someone will respond to you and your question. Now, if you have an accountant or a CPA or your payroll company hasn't explained this to you, you probably should think about your accountant, your CPA, or your payroll company because this is a hot topic. This actually can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars in your pocket to get you through this pandemic. And as always, you can also reach out to me via email at moonbeam.studio, the number four, at gmail.com. And I'll see you on the other side. It's been a real pleasure. Our feet is in.